Hey everyone, it's Brianna from the Where the Fuck Are the Popcorn Bags podcast. Me and Manis want to thank you for listening to our show. Please do us a huge favor and drop us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Also follow us on Instagram at Where the Fuck Are the Popcorn Bags without the U. Because without you, we'd be our only two followers. Thanks! Hello, everybody, and welcome to Where the Fuck Are the Popcorn Bags. I'm Mantis, and with me is Brianna, a.k.a. Garbles, a.k.a. Schmegma. Hello. And today, we are excited to bring you a very underwhelming movie called Leave it to Beaver from 1997. If you're not familiar with Leave it to Beaver from 1997, there's probably a good reason for it. (laughs) Brianna, how many times have you seen Leave it to Beaver 1997? In all honesty, start to finish, at least five times. Really? That's yeah. That doesn't seem like that much. Yeah, that seems like a reasonable amount of time. Well, from start to finish, like, you can watch, like, part of it if it's, like, on TV and you're flipping by, but for, like, someone to sit down and be an adult and watch it, that's pathetic. Okay, well, let's not, let's not go throwing around names, right? <laughs> Uh, I'm excited to rewatch this movie because it's definitely been probably, I mean, got to be over 15 years since I've seen it. I'm excited to watch it. I probably haven't seen it in nine months. So you've watched this as a 29-year-old, front to back? Yeah. All right, that's reasonable. So the way this is going to work is we're going to talk a little bit about the movie before we watch it, uh, and then we're going to watch it. And then we're going to come back after we watch it and record again. Uh, So we're just going to give you a little bit of what we think about the movie beforehand. Some preconceived notions, some things we remember about the movie, some things we're excited about, some things we're not excited about. Maybe some cast info that we have. And then, yeah, we'll take a break. We'll watch the movie and then we'll come back and discuss it for you guys. This is um, an interesting fact. The guy who played Eddie Haskell in the original tv show and he plays eddie's dad in the movie Pass- really? he passed away last week oh no but from corona no he was like old and um i want to say it was something in his heart oh okay how old was he old okay old like over 80 yeah all right so that's that's a, that's a solid run I mean, Leave it to Beaver was on in, like, 1958. Yeah, okay, that's a long time. I Have you ever seen the original Leave it to Beaver from the, the TV show? I've seen some episodes. Not great. I mean, you have to think about, like, what else was going on at that time, though. That's true. That's a good point. You can't point. compare it to things these days. I'm not here to look at things in a different light. I'm here to watch things and then give my immediate knee-jerk reaction. So, that's why I'm here. I always thought it was pretty good. Oh, all right. Well, that's that's your wrong opinion. I'm super excited about Shooter McGavin being in this movie. He plays such a good cocksucker. And if I remember correctly, he was a huge cocksucker in this movie to the beef. Very, uh, very needy father. He's um pretty rough on Wally. Super rough on Wally. He asked too much of Wally. Yeah, Beaver's just kind of like there. Wally's the kind of kid that grows up and ends up drinking beers at like 16, 
smoking weed. Killing prostitutes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I was going to say, maybe he just goes to community college or something. I've been like watching that. a lot of criminal <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> watched like two seasons in the past like day. You know, I'm just a BAU profiler, and if I was going to profile Wally, if he grew up with Shooter McGavin as a dad, then yeah, he'd probably be killing prostitutes. All right, well, that's speaking of Wally, Brink. Let's talk about Brink for a hot second. Andy Brink Brinker. So good. In that movie, his dad was also pretty hard on him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that movie created one of my favorite one-liners of all time. Soul skating. She, no, she was like, the little, he, Andy Brink comes home from a long day uh, skating, and his sister goes, where were you today? And he goes, psh, nunya. Oh, and she's no. Like, and she's like, nunya? What's that? And he goes, nunya business. Boom. Roasted. I didn't really do that, but I want, I, you had a, I would You had an now. eight-year-old reaction like that, though. Yeah, I was probably like, ha, 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 ha loser sister because i had a little sister too so you were just like loser yeah i was like little sister got owned what a cunt that was a win for all big brothers yeah yeah he sh- he honestly should have been like nunya and then she was like what's that and then he would have been like nunya business stupid fucking idiot <laughs> yeah i think the channel would have loved that <laughs> you think the the end of days truly comes when Disney Channel greenlights a TVMA show. God, I hope so. That would be so rad. And they bring back every other Disney Channel star who's ever been fucked up on drugs. And they do like a gritty... A true Hollywood story. Oh, yeah. Like a surreal life. Do you remember the surreal life? Yeah. The surreal life, but just like old Disney stars. Hilary Duff, Demi Lovato, the guy from Phil of the Future. Oh, who kind of got a raw end of the deal, if we're being honest. The, the guy from Villa of the Future got a raw end of the deal because he's not in anything else. Every other child star from Disney that was like ended up famous and doing other movies, Hannah Montana around that time, the Jonas Brothers, Demi. Well, he uh, went back to like his Jewish name. Which it, really? Yeah, like so if you look at him up on ID, IMDb now, he has like two credit names. And I want to say like, he was on something I watched. What's his name? So his name is Raviv. Raviv? Yes. What was his name when he was Phil? Ricky. Is Raviv a Jewish name? He was born in Israel, and all of his nope. parents are... Okay. Uh, all of his family's Jewish, and he speaks Hebrew, so... A little. Very interesting. <laughs> Very interesting. The more you know. He's on Broad know. City. What he was? Yeah. As Raviv? Oh, well, I'm not clicking into it that much. Raviv of the future? <laughs> if nobody knows, the tagline for Leave it to Beaver is one of the best taglines of all time. The Beav is back. The Beav is back, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. The Beav is back. Which is fitting because we watched the Beaver for the first movie. Exactly. So this has double meanings. And it'll probably have six other meanings because we're only watching beaver movies. For now. <laughs> uh, so this movie cost $15 million to make, which I feel like in 1997 for Pretty a movie like this probably isn't bad. You, you think so? I think so. <laughs> Considering like okay. no one of like 
I guess, like, Shooter McGavin has some sort of status, but, like, everyone else is pretty, like, unknown. I don't think they were really pulling anything from, like, their salary, so I feel like that's a lot to make a movie. But then when you see the production, you're like, okay, they did do a lot of crazy stuff. Well, it cost $15 million to make, and they only made 10 back worldwide. So that's not great. (laughs) (laughs) No, you want to at least break even. (laughs) Yeah. I hear... I have heard that in Hollywood, in order to break even, you have to double your money because of the marketing costs. I could see that. I don't remember a lot of marketing for Leave it to Beaver, though. It got a Blu-ray release in 2009, last year, in 2019. I thought it was like a made-for-TV movie. No, not at all. It came out in theaters. Sad I missed it. Yeah. Well, I'm pretty much ready to watch this this masterpiece, if that's what you want to call it. Uh, I mean, the guy who directed... Three episodes of George Lopez and seven episodes of According to Jim directed this. So. Oh, that's enough for me. Right. So we might as well get into it, huh? Mm-hmm. All right. We'll be right back. Woo! And we're back. <laughs> we just watched Leave it to Beaver, the film from 1997. I'm not going to lie, I was a little confused right off the jump because I always thought this movie was a Disney film. Oh. Yeah. And the fact that it was un- <laughs> and the fact that it was universal. That was kinda like threw me through a loop. I also loved the universal logo and music and all that. It gave me the vapors. It gave me the <laughs> it gets me all hot and bothered. It kinda made me want to jump up and like dance a little bit, but I was like, oh. Yeah, it reminds me exactly of my childhood. I think of uh the Land Before Time. When I think of that logo a lot, too. I never saw that movie. Oh my goodness. It's a good movie. I don't think I could watch it as an adult. Dinosaurs scared me. So I think I just wasn't allowed to watch it. Did you Did you think this was a Disney film? No, I thought it was a made-for-TV film. Did you think it was on Disney, or just... I like... actually didn't think it was on Disney. That was, like, the one... Interesting. You thought it was a made-for-TV film for, like, ABC Kids or something like that? Yeah, I don't know. That's weird. Okay. What did you think? Uh, what, what do you, you had your you saw it six you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you said you saw Leave It to Beaver six months ago. Nine months ago. Nine months ago. Does it hold up? Of course it does. It's held up since I was like a kid. What is your favorite part of the movie? Oh, I don't know. I think when Beaver first gets his bike stolen, I think that's kind of hilarious because I could picture myself like being Beaver in that situation. Like a little dummy. The bully in this movie is super, super aggressive for this, uh, and he's super cool too. I'm not gonna lie. I wanted to look like him. Uh, he's got sunglasses and a bandana. He has great hair. He's got he's got the coolest hair. It's like Sean from Boy Meets World hair. It's good hair. Sweet hair. Um. Okay, so let's go over the characters. There's um. Beaver. Yes. Theodore. Theodore. The guy who played the beaver is now a molecular biologist. I wonder how tall he is. (laughs) What do you mean? (laughs) Oh, just because he was, like, little? Well, yeah. He was, like, a really tiny kid. Literally, all he could be is, like, five. Five. All right. So you have the beef. Leave it to beaver. Uh, Theodore Cleaver. 
is he the worst? I love him. No, but like, like objectively though, like he, like he set the garage on fire, or like that wasn't Beaver's fault. Whose fault was it? I think Beaver's just really clumsy and has bad luck. He's not a bad person. No, he's got a heart of gold, but he's plagued with like bad luck and like I don't know, being a little klutzy. Then you have Wally. Wally's the brother, older brother. Brink. If you've seen Brink, you love Brink. There's no, there's no like seeing Brink and not loving Brink. You've either seen Brink and love Brink, or you haven't seen Brink. And you shouldn't be listening to this. Yeah, you should stop right now and go see Brink. I, I guess I say see like you can just go to like uh like go to the movie theater and see Brink. Like no, you gotta you probably have to torrent it because I don't it's know. On Disney Plus. Yeah, Disney Plus. I'm not paying for Disney Plus though. Do you want to buy into my password? Do people do that? Yeah. How many can you do? You can do up to like four screens, maybe. No wowzers. How much? I don't remember. We'll talk. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah. So stop what you're doing if you haven't seen Brink and go watch Brink, and then come back and then hear about how the next person in this movie is Ward. She played by Shooter McGavin. <laughs> Shooter McGavin. Everybody knows who Shooter McGavin is. And if you don't know who Shooter McGavin is, once again, pause this. Go watch Happy Gilmore. Okay? And then come back and listen to the rest of this. Alright? So, you're back. Alright? I apologize if you had to go watch two movies back-to-back at this point. But that's your fault for not seeing Brink and Happy Gilmore. Uh, the next person in this film is June Cleaver. Junie. What else has she done? You say she was in a Law and Order SVU episode? No, she was um, she was in a movie with uh, I want to say like Sylvester Stallone, <laughs> <laughs> maybe Harrison Ford, maybe it's Harrison Ford. There's a big I difference mean... between Sylvester Stallone and Harrison Ford. Well, I, I thought it was Mel Gibson in my head, but then I went, no, 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 no. No, you're just thinking of the beaver. Yeah, I was like, no, 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 no. And the Jodie Foster. It was Sylvester Stallone. If Jodie Foster played June Cleaver, that'd be an interesting role. I bet she'd get all method with it. Oh, she would definitely get into it. She was in a movie with uh, Sylvester Stallone. I got it. It was called Cliffhanger. It was made in 1993. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that movie is. I've seen a lot of movies, but I tell you, Cliffhanger's not one of them. A botched mid-air heist results in suitcases full of cash being searched for by various groups throughout the Rocky Mountains. It actually sounds kind of good. <laughs> <laughs> what year was it made? 1993. Has oh. John Lithgow... I can picture exactly what it looks like in my head. It's Sylvester Stallone in like a high-waisted muscle belt outfit. Adrian! Has a 6.4 out of 10 on IMDb. That's too high. (laughs) And then we have Eddie Haskell. I hate Eddie Haskell. I've always hated Eddie Haskell. I, um, I think I love Eddie Haskell. I don't see how you could. I just do. I like how he's such a smartass. I love the I fat love kid. Larry? Or yes. Like Wally's fat friend. Yes, Wally's fat friend. But he also hangs out with the be- he also hangs out with the beeve. Oh, those are different fat friends. Really? Wally's fat friend has like really dark hair and freckles. 
And then Beaver's no? fat friend is like chubby and kind of blonde. Oh, I like both of them. I guess. I thought they were one person for the last 25 years. <laughs> no, they're just both uh, kind of chubby. I get really sad though when he eats the cupcakes all by himself. I don't know why that makes me so like, oh, I wish they wouldn't show that. <laughs> <laughs> Butter pants eating cupcakes. It makes me feel really sad. That that might sound very specific, and it's because kids used to call me that when I would eat cupcakes alone. <clears throat> so we also have the bullies, and like I said, the bullies are so cool with their '90s cool guy garb. They're like the knockoff version of the the Bash Bros from Mighty Ducks. No, but the Bash Brothers were had hearts of gold. These bullies are actually just bullies. <laughs> they are bullies. Sweet bullies. Sweet bullies with sweet hair. They do. Well, one of them always has a hat on, but the other one does have good hair. It's awesome hair. Sean from Boy Meets World hair. There's there's two of them, but uh, we're just going to talk about um, them as one. It's it's just <laughs> easier that way. There's just the bully and that other bully. Yeah, there's the other bully. The that steals Wally's girl. Women are not property, ladies and gentlemen. Just remember that. You never have to settle. <laughs> just because he has good hair. Don't fall for it. Yeah, just because a guy has sweet Boy Meets World hair does not mean you have to sleep with him. I don't think they sleep with each other. <laughs> I hope not. They're like, they're like 13. That's true. There's a Judy. That little bitch. Wait, I thought her name was Karen. Karen's Wally's girlfriend. Who's Judy? Judy's the little bitch in Beaver's class. The little suck-up that sits in the front. That chick fucking sucks. Yeah, she does. She's the fucking worst. If she wasn't a child, I'd call her a different name, but yes. Well, she's an adult now. You can. Why can't you call? Children? Because I have to look at her a chi- like a child, and like she's judging me. You can call children cunts. Yeah, but I want her to haunt me in my dreams. I've never met her. If I met a child and they actually were, then oh yeah. <laughs> so you just so she's you. I mean, she's a cunt though. She's a cunt to the beef. Like at least to the beef, she's a cunt. Yeah, she's definitely a little weasel. Okay, and then we mentioned Karen, and Karen is Wally's girlfriend, but like not really. They just kind of like talk and then she gets stolen away that's who wally wants to like date but when she introduces him she just says this is wally the ultimate burn yeah his date night outfit is very it looks like my grandfather would wear all the outfits in this like movie are really confusing to me uh i was thinking about that and the brady bunch did the same kind of thing in their movie and, but they made it super ironic, and it was funny. They didn't really point out the fact that the people in this movie, or at least the the Cleavers, were, like, not from this century, really. I mean, like, they had a TV, they had a computer, they did normal things. The dad had online banking. Like, I thought that was super weird. Yeah, but, like, he had a newish car, like, a new car. But there was a ton of old cars everywhere. Like, more than, Jeez. like... You would collect yourself. Yeah, uh, but June dressed like a 1950s housewife, and 
and Beaver and Wally also dressed like grandfather. Wally wore a cardigan on his date night. Like a mustard yellow cardigan. Yeah, he, Wally has a lot of sweaters. <laughs> Is that all the characters? For the most part, there's like Beaver's teacher, Beaver's football coach. The pie truck driver, who's just always driving pies around the town. Because you know every town has a pie truck that just is serving up pies to everyone in the community. But when you stop, they all fly around. Every every day. This is overhead must be terrible. We just stuff it for fun. Yeah. <laughs> so you want to start at the beginning of the movie? Yeah. You give me the opening rundown. The Beaver and Wally are on their paper route throughout the beautiful neighborhood. You never really know where they live, but they do make a reference later in the movie to the Green Bay Packers. So, like, you think it's somewhere in Wisconsin, but the weather's pretty nice, and I don't picture Wisconsin having that many nice days. But whatever, that's just me. That's a good eye. I didn't see the Green Bay Packers, though. They talk about it. So Beaver and Wally are out on their paper route, and, like, it's all starting, like, fun and dandy, and then they kind of, like, really pay attention to what Beaver's doing. And Beaver is, uh, (laughs) he's, like, throwing papers onto, like, people's roofs so they can't get them. He's throwing them into, like, bird baths, and it splashes the people. One of them hit a painter, and then the painter spilled paint on, like, the homeowner. And, like, there's all these just, like, funny mishaps that happen after Beaver thinks he throws, like, the perfect paper toss. And then the last one he throws gets, like, sucked up by a landscaper. And then the bag explodes and hits the pie truck driver. And then he has to hit the brakes and all the pies fly out and hit him. And then Wally and Beaver ride by and they're like, oh, sorry, mister. And that's the start. (laughs) That's the start of the movie. So, all right, if we're going to be honest, the movie's kind of boring. Like, it's a good movie, but it's super boring. There's really not much going on. Structurally, it's fine. It makes a lot of sense. They round out all the plot holes, and everything comes to a head, and there's a problem in the beginning of the movie they got to solve, and there's a bad guy, and there's a B story. Structurally, it's fine, but it's just so boring. I know when I'm an adult, and it's not for me. But it was it was entertaining, it was enjoyable, but it's also boring and like not something that you're gonna want to like watch probably. I mean, there's a reason that it only made ten million dollars. Considering it's only an hour and twenty four minutes, roughly hour twenty three, it takes like a really long time to get to there. Yes, yes, I will say it, it did not drag like the Beaver, but it was very boring. Yeah, and it did take a while to get to any action. All the action, and I use air quotes, <laughs> is very mundane. Yeah. I think it's aged pretty well, though. No, it has. It, it It's aged fine. It looks good. Oh, see, they have a huge house. It's not huge, but it's big. It's like a decently sized house. Yeah. No way they don't have three bedrooms. <laughs> no way. Why do the Beave and Wally have to share a bedroom in that house? No way. Did you see the size of the dad's office? And they don't have an extra bedroom for Wally at, like, 16? You don't think June has, like, just the perfect master suite with, like, everything she ever wanted in it because, like, that's what she worked for and that's what she got? That's a good point. By the way, if you're coming here for some deep analysis, <laughs> you're not 
That's not what you're not. Where, where does Shooter work? I don't know. They kind of show him in like what looks like a lawyer's office, but it doesn't seem like a lawyer's. Like he is a lawyer. Maybe he's like a stock market guy. I don't know. Well, he sells like cloud space. I don't know. Cloud space <laughs> in 1997. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would explain why he had online banking. I mean, this guy's ahead of the curve. Like they have a they have. Not only does he have a computer in 1997, he was able to get his kids a computer. That was Aunt Martha, considering she looked like someone's grandmother. They called her Aunt Martha. But obviously, like, someone has money because Aunt Martha didn't just shit out that computer. <laughs> I bet there's a lot of, I bet there's a lot of cleaver money. It's probably plantation money. Huge cleaver money. I guarantee you the cleavers are built up on slavery. <laughs> There was actually, considering it was 1997, there was a decent amount of diversity. There was one black guy on the roof in the very beginning who got a paper thrown at him, and then there was a little black kid that looked like the beaver. That's it. That's um, it. There's an Asian girl in beaver's class. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Did you feel represented when you saw the Leave it to Beaver as a kid because of her? No. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, we have to mention a big part of the movie, uh, which we see in the beginning, is Pop Warner for Beaver. Beaver playing Pop Warner football. Mm -hmm. It's as intimidating as it looks. Very scary. Especially if you're like the smaller kid in the grade, which I was. I was small. I was short and fat. And going to sports tryouts and stuff was awful. I wanted to play, but it was just so, it was terrible. <laughs> it was so frightening. I don't want anybody to make fun of me. Okay, look at his man titties. You know, stuff like that. Like man titty stuff. <laughs> Did you have anything to add on the Pop Warner football? Um, no. No, no. Because that's kind of a bigger part of the movie. He ends up quitting, and he bamboozles both both adults, both grown middle-aged men, he bamboozles. His football coach and his father. Uh, so he doesn't have to play because the beef is like, I do not want to fucking play football. And Miss Landers' teacher is just caught in the middle of it. like, And she tells him that she can help him after school with his schoolwork because he's not doing very well on his tests. And he goes, well, Mrs. Landers, I'm at football practice and I didn't have time to study. So then she offers her help and... Eddie had Beaver join the football team. He gave him a little coaching on his uh his life skills. And Eddie said that if Beaver wants this cool bike that he was eyeing in the window of the bike store, that he should suck up. And since Eddie's such a good suck up, he taught Beaver some tricks and tips. And so Beaver goes home and tells his dad that he wants to play football. And that's like suck up. Number two, after he tries to help his dad, like, get stuff out of his car. That's a great point, Brianna, because the beaver manipulates his father a lot in this movie. He does. And Ward's so nice, you fall for it every time. Beaver, that cheeky bastard. <laughs> beaver, beaver's got a lot of karma Well, I think that's way. why he has such bad luck, slash, like, klutziness. So we meet Eddie Haskell and a couple fat friends at, like, the malt shop. And I hate I actually love the malt shop. I can't say I hate the malt shop. I love the malt shop. 
and everyone looks like they're having a great time and I'm super jealous because I want to be malt shopping right now but it's 1.30 in the morning and I'm talking to Brianna instead about Leave it to Beaver instead of being at a malt shop. That's okay though. We can't have everything we want in life. And Eddie Haskell, I hate Eddie Haskell. That's what I meant to say. I love the malt shop, hate Eddie Haskell because he's such a cocksucker. He's just sitting out there in his fucking like pop collar, short sleeve button down. Like, hey, what's up, losers? Like, you know how to talk to ladies? I like that he wears a ring. Yeah, what's going on with it? He's a, this is a fucking Goomba family. You know, you know, you know, he's an eye tie. I know, I know an eye tie when I see one. I am an eye tie. I got eye tie um. familia. You know what I mean? And they all look like Eddie Haskell. But they probably do. If you don't know what Eddie Haskell looks like from Leave It to Beaver, Google it, because it's fucking bonkers. Like he's the most he's the most absurd character when it comes to dressing and and mannerisms in terms of like 1950s stuff. But I guess it would make sense if his dad's kind of that way too. But his dad's also super old, and his dad looks like he would have had him at the age of like. I think 80. that's the point, because like you know, Eddie Haskell's such a ladies' man, but not really. Eddie Haskell gets Yeah, but like Eddie Haskell Sr. looks like, you know, he wouldn't go down without a fight. Drowning in the pussy? (laughs) Eddie Haskell Haskell Sr. was drowning in the pussy. Yeah, and so he probably, you know, had a late flame in his life, and then uh, little Eddie popped out. Get him snipped, boys. (laughs) Maybe he was like, oh, it's finally time, I'm 62. I'm going to fire one out into some, let's call it 40. I say that if he's 60, she's 40. We didn't see her, but that's what I'm guessing. Or like 37. Yeah. He's probably probably fired him out all over the country. (laughs) Ridiculous. Okay. They're downtown. We meet our, we meet our, our primetime players. And so they go back to the house because it's the beaver's birthday. And there's a bunch of presents there for the beaver. And the beaver's kind of disappointed when it's all said and done because he didn't get what he actually wanted. And then lo and behold, Ward brings around the fucking prized possession. The most amazing thing beaver has ever seen in his entire life. A red bicycle. It's actually a pretty sweet bicycle, if I'm going to be honest with you. And don't forget that the beaver only gets this bike because... He manipulates his father into thinking that he is worthy of his affection because he joined the football team. It's a whole hodgepodge of horribleness. Uh, It's just terrible all around. Thankfully, there's a point of clarity in the movie for Ward where he's like, shit, I'm acting like my father. We can get into that a little bit later, but still, it's... I'm glad that he was able to come to terms with that at a point. Um, so So he gets his bike... And then he decides to go downtown and hang out with the boys. And he's always waxing it. He's always shining the fucking bike with that rag. He's spit shining. He's like, what does he do? Yeah, why? Because he's excited. He wants to take care of it. Stupid. So he's hanging out downtown with the boys. The boys walk away to go get a cone or talk to some ladies. So the beef's just chilling out front of this, uh, front on the street. Kid comes by. 
Hey, cool bike, let me do some tricks. Beaver's an idiot. Claire doesn't say he's gonna, he's being bamboozled. And the cool bully takes his bike, does some cool tricks, and then all of a sudden, off into the sunset. Beaver tries to chase him down the, in the neighborhood. No dice. Yeah, Beaver's little tiny stick legs that are like an inch and a foot and a half tall aren't going to like catch this guy on a bike, but... That's, no fucking yeah, way. Okay. Also, this guy is like a professional BMX biker. <laughs> yeah, he is. My least favorite part about him is that he wears a tucked-in black shirt into black pants with a black belt. What's wrong with that? That's a classic look. <laughs> I hate it. Thanks, oh, I hate it. I'm going to wear it all the time. So Beaver goes home and he lies to his dad about his bike getting stolen. As he's trying to speed eat his dinner so he can be excused. Yeah. I don't really remember what happened after that. The next thing I have in my notes, Brianna, is Wally fake crying, and I don't really remember why he was fake crying, so if you could fill in some blanks for me. So he goes to, they're all having like a cute little family dinner because it's the first day of school. Beaver gets his bike stolen on the first day of school. And so they're all sitting there having like a cute little family dinner, and everything's going great, and they're having a cute little dinner conversation, and then... They ask Beaver about his day, and he, like, lies and cuts off the part where he goes out with Wally. And then Ward grills Beaver into telling him, like, what he's not saying and all this stuff. And so then Beaver finally spills his little beaver beans, and he (laughs) says that he got his bike stolen, and the dad yells at him, and he's like, it's only been four days or five days since you've had that bike. And Beaver's like, it was four. (laughs) So... (laughs) <laughs> so Beaver and Wally go upstairs and they're in their room and they start arguing and Beaver like starts yelling at Wally and they start like wrestling around like brothers do I guess and Beaver accidentally gets bumped into the computer that his Aunt Martha gave him and the thing goes flying out the window because it's on like a wheelie table for some reason <laughs> like a rental computer <laughs> and so it goes <laughs> rental computer (laughs) it goes flying out the window so beaver runs after and tries to get the cord and he gets it but then it's so heavy from falling out the window it pulled beaver down so wally has to grab beaver's legs and beaver's like whoa and they sit there and they like pull it up and pull it up and then wards downstairs you can see beaver and the computer hanging in the background (laughs) and then beaver and wally think they finally (laughs) got the whole thing up and the cord snaps at the end and like the monitor falls and smashes and Ward's like, Beaver! I'm just confused because I don't remember why Wally starts calling himself a piece of shit. Oh, so... He's like, so... his eyes out and he's going, I'm a, I'm a fucking, I'm a fucking asshole. Um, the reason they go to therapy in the first place is because June and Ward go to, like, a parent-teacher conference. And they meet Beaver's teacher. And Beaver's teacher's like, yeah, he's really great, but, like, he's kind of falling behind. He's pretty stupid. And so June and Ward are like, what? He's playing football. He's not stupid. And then they, like, confront Beaver and I, and then they all go to therapy. And then Wally starts crying for absolutely no reason. He's not even crying. There's no tears. <laughs> it's the worst crying I've ever Yeah, there's no tears left to cry on him. <laughs> and he's just saying, like, how he felt bad because he was supposed to be watching Beaver and he went to go into the soda shop with Eddie and talked to girls and that's when Beaver's bike got stolen. He should have just been there because dad told him that Beaver needs his help because it's the first couple of days of school and he's never rode his bike to school before. 
And that's when Wally loses it. And then um, Eddie comes over to Beaver's house and he has a sleepover with him, but he really just wants to go spy on Karen and Wally at their date. And then we go to Wally and Karen on their date and some guy named Kyle comes and scoops up Karen and goes like, oh, this is my friend. I thought you moved away. But, like, something happened to his mom and she was in, like, jail or something. I don't know. I forget. And then <laughs> Kyle and Karen, like, skate around the whole night. And Wally's just sitting there like, the fuck did I do? And then Eddie and Beaver come and they're like, what the fuck did he do? And he's like, I don't know. Let's just go. And then they leave the ice rink and they're walking home. And Beaver almost gets hit by... The stupid pie truck delivery guy. And then they... Who's driving around at night. Who's driving around in the middle of the night, the pie truck driver. What is he doing? He's delivering pies. He's delivering pies at all hours of the night? Yeah. He's committed. He should be off the road at darkness. Considering how many pies he smashes, yeah, he's probably going to deliver them all the time. Oh, so true. I actually forget why they're running across the like neighborhood. Because they have to get home because Oh, they saw the kid that stole Beaver's bike. Yes, and then he kicked the mackerel bu- buckets and then they slipped on them and the old lady ratted on them. Yeah, then stupid Mrs. Hensler, fucking rat. <laughs> fucking rat, though. Fucking rat bitch. <laughs> she rats him out and she goes, "Ward, I think I just saw Beaver totally leaves out the fact that Wally's there. Poor Beaver gets thrown right under the mackerel bus. And then they're running home like the Dickens. And then Ward goes downstairs after he's like, no, I think they're down there. And he goes over to the backyard where the tent is. And he opens the tent and there's Wally, Eddie, and Beav. Like nothing ever happened. So Mrs. Hensler can shut her cheaty mouth. So after the chase scene through the alley where Mrs. Hensler rats on the boys, but they're still safe and sound in their tent because they're clearly evil geniuses and fast as lightning. Even though Eddie gets knocked out by a pole in the most cartoon-esque <laughs> way I've ever seen in my entire life. I forgot about that, yeah. Yeah, so after that scene happens, we have the infamous cup scene. And the infamous cup scene is when Beave and his little buddy... We're walking downtown, we see the bullies sitting at a table at a cafe, and they're just chilling there, like, drinking espressos. And the beef says something, and the bully answers him all coy. Like, he's like, yeah, I'm the bully, you know it, you get it, it's chill. And he's like, hey, you're the guy that took my bike. And he's like, I don't know, I don't know if I took your bike. He's like, but guess what, I'll give it back to you if you go scale that building and climb into that cup. <laughs> and the beaver thinks that's, the beaver thinks that's totally reasonable. So he's like, yeah, I'll do that. Okay. And then, <laughs> and then he climbs. <laughs> right. And then he climbs the building and he's up there and he's like, whoa, this is pretty high up. It's like, yeah, Beaver, you're at the top of a fucking building. And then he gets up and somehow he makes it on top of the cup and he, he, he slips in. Can't hold his balance and he slips in. And now he's in the cup. And there you have it. Beaver's in the cup. And then he's like trying to get out of the cup. And he's, like, yelling at the kid, hey, I got in the cup, and there's no 
coffee in it. Can I have the bike back? Totally loses the bet, by the way. Totally loses the bet. Uh, and the kid's like, well, snooze you lose. Thanks for welching on the bet. And then he left. And Beaver didn't get his bike back. And his little buddy's on the ground. And he goes, I'm going to call the cops. And he goes, don't call the cops. My parents are going to know that I stopped going to football. And the kid gives the most classic, most forward-thinking line I've ever heard in a children's movie in my entire life. And he says, if that's really what you're worried about, you do need to see a therapist. (laughs) (laughs) Well, while while he's stuffing his face with cupcakes. Hey, you know, Larry is very insightful. Just because he he likes to stuff his face with cupcakes doesn't mean he's not paying attention. No. If... If people went around thinking that just because people stuffed their faces with cupcakes that they were dumb... I wouldn't be laying in my bed right now talking about Lady the Beaver. <laughs> Thriving. Thriving. Um, so, <laughs> so after the infamous... In my notes, after infamous cup scene, I say, Wally says he doesn't want his dad thrashing on the beef. <laughs> Which does not mean the same thing in 2020 that it did in 1997, apparently. That's a like phrase that Wally actually says, though. Yeah, he goes, ah, Dad, I don't want you thrashing on the beeve. And he's like, nobody will be thrashing on the beeve, Wally. Shooter's not into that, Wally. Stop it. The only beeve getting thrashed tonight is June's. <laughs> oh, my God. Um... <laughs> um, this movie gives me big little little rascal vibes. Oh, I love little rascals. Yeah, me too. And then once Beaver's in the cup, and the little child has called the cops, we finally get the scene where Ward goes into the cup and has a heart to heart with the Beave. Mhm. It's pretty touching. Beaver's scared that his dad's gonna yell at him. He just goes, "Can you yell at me?" In here instead of in front of the whole town because that's the same day that Ward finally gets to go to the game and finds out that Beaver doesn't play on the team. Yep, so Ward has officially found out that Beaver is not playing football and now Beaver is in a cup and he has also lost his bike and destroyed his computer in like the last like week and a half. And this is after we find out that Beaver also burned down their garage. And the heart to heart is nice. Ward has some clarity. Mm-hmm. He realizes that he's kind of acting like his father, and he's been really tough on the Beave and Wally. And he tells Wally that he's sorry. Probably something that his father never did. Which is, so that's a big step for a shooter McGavin there. That's a win. And then they leave the cup. And can you explain to me the rest? Uh, can you explain to me how does Ward get him to get back on the football team? Ward doesn't want Beaver to quit because you know Beaver likes to quit stuff. He's a quitter. And Beaver finally thinks that he should stick something out to this time. Yeah, and Ward says, like, you know, you don't have to if you don't want to. I'm not pressuring you. But, you know, you know, son. Do it, nerd. Yeah. Or I'll hit you and your brother tonight. Yeah. (laughs) And make your mom watch. Like, yeah. Make your mom watch. Is that what you said? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So the next day. We see that there is like a county fair during the Pop Warner football game. Everybody looks excited. It looks like the the yearly town festival. 
Everyone's there. Everyone's ready to go. And Beaver gets a touchdown. He does. Mayfield, the town that Beaver plays for, is down. It's the last play of the game, and like Mayfield's going to lose, and then all of a sudden the quarterback throws. It bumps off a bunch of hands, and then lands in little Beaver Cleaver's hands, and he goes, oh my god! And he ends up running the wrong way. And then he sees the kid that stole his bike on his bike, and he's like, hey, that's my bike. And the guy goes the opposite way that Beaver needs to be going. And so Beaver turns around and chases the kid down the field, ends up getting the touchdown, and then chases after the kid on his bike. And he's like, I'm going to get you. Ah! And like Beaver's running with his little tiny peg legs, and he whips off his helmet, and like Wally chases after him, and he's like, hey, that's my little brother. Wally sees Karen, that weasel, and her boyfriend thing, <laughs> Kyle. And they're in front of like a hot fudge tent after he makes Karen pay for all their snacks at the fair. And so... What a dick. Kyle, Kyle sucks. Kyle does suck. Probably just drink a bunch of Monster and jerks off at home every night. That sounds like a personal problem. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Specific. Yeah. A little too weird, a little too weird on that one. (laughs) So, um, Wally passes by Kyle and he's like, hey, you know, I don't really like you talking to my friend Karen. She was mine first. And then they have like a little shouting match and Wally pushes Kyle and he falls into this vat of like poop. Poop soup. A diarrhea delight, and then Beaver's still chasing the kid on his bike through, like, the little mazes of the, like, fair, and he ends up pushing, like, an ice cream cart out in front of him, the kid doesn't see it, and he, like, flips over, goes sliding across the pie-eating contest table, and Beaver walks by with his bike, like, hey, hey, bitch, and then the pies fall on someone else's head besides the pie delivery truck driver. They fall on that stupid kid who stole Beaver's bike head. And one of them nails Judy, and it's just like, oh, sweet revenge for everyone. And then we're back in the Beaver household at night. Yep, back in the Cleaver residence. And Beaver's fucking waxing his bike in the middle of his bedroom. As if he could carry it up the stairs. <laughs> that Wally had to carry it up the stairs, you know that. No, June probably did it. They probably let a real woman do it. <laughs> Ward probably was like, June, my bag's. And Beaver's bicycle. <laughs> Make sure you polish up all my clubs for me. <laughs> I just don't see how June Cleaver, who looks so prim and proper, would let their child bring their bicycle into the house. Well, she's a fun mom. Do you think that Ward is a cuckold? I don't know, but he was probably like, just let Beaver bring up the bike. And June was like, oh, okay. But do you think that she gets banged by bulls? No. They're like a no. couple. Couple. No. You don't think they swing? They're perfect. They're perfect. They're perfect. They're perfect. I think that Ward likes to sit in the closet while he watches June get fucked by by big by by guys with big dicks. No, no. They have like. I'm gonna say it. Big black guys. I think Ward likes to watch June get fucked by big black guys. No, it's very vanilla. Just smushing. Just straight up vanilla smush. But you know what? They're probably smiling at each other the whole time they're doing it, and it's just... Do you think they use condoms? No, they probably sleep in, like, separate beds. They never show their beds. Oh, that's true. So do you think... <laughs> do you think Ward... Do you think Ward 
climbs into June's bed when he wants some nookie. Oh, definitely. When he wants some of the, the June, please. Does June feel like she has to? Like, is it, do you think it's a relationship built on, like, not on love? No, they're perfect. They just met in high school and they were perfect for each other. And now, one of them likes to watch the other get fucked by black guys. Oh, Mrs. Cleaver would never do that. If anything, Mrs. Cleaver would be like the cougar. So she'd fuck Eddie Haskell? She would, no, she would probably try to get one of the bad guys. Eddie Haskell, like, she's too good for him. Ooh, she would definitely fuck those two. She would fuck those two bullies, probably. Yeah. Like, Kyle would have the hots for her, but she would end up with the guy who stole the bike. That's hot. There's a market for that. (laughs) Exactly. I'd sell her right out on there. I'd be like, hey, June, honey, you scoot. (laughs) You know, that bike's not going to pay for itself twice, so let's just scoot out of there. (sighs) So that's where the movie ends. Yeah, it's just Beaver shining his little bike up in his room. June and Ward tucking them in. Yeah, Ward hops on the bed, grabs a book, and... Gives him a good night story. And then we see another no, pan through the neighborhood. It was nice. It was, I thought it was solid. I thought it was solid. It reminded me of my childhood, which was, without a doubt, the best time I'll ever have as a human. So that's always a plus to be reminded of that. And fucking banging neighborhood shots. God damn. <laughs> Makes me want to live there so bad. Live right in the, right in the Cleaver's house and, and bang Ward's wife. <laughs> <laughs> Streets are so smooth. I liked the yards. Everyone had a great yard. What are your final thoughts on Leave It to Beaver? You know what? Honestly, I love Leave It to Beaver. I do too. I would recommend it. It's a good movie from your childhood. It also still, like, decent when you're an adult. How many popcorn bags are you giving Leave It to Beaver? Out of 50? Yes. I'd probably give it, like, 34. Decent. Decent. Would you recommend Leave it to Beaver? Yes. I would give it, as a movie, objectively, I guess I can't be objective. 27 out of 50 popcorn bags. Okay. Okay. I think that's decent, and I would recommend it. Of course would recommend it, especially if you have kids. Decent movie to watch as an adult, if you have to watch a movie with yeah. kids. Yeah, it's not, it wouldn't be too bad. So, hey, good job. Second podcast, if you're listening to this, I don't know why you would be, once again. If you've gotten this far into the second episode, God love you. I don't know what the fuck you're doing with your life. (laughs) Quarantine for life. Listen, put it on in the background while you're jogging or cooking or fucking or whatever you want to do. We're here for white noise. Beaver bong white noise. (laughs) I'm excited to do this. We're gonna try. We're our next. What's our next movie gonna be, Brianna? Zombievers. Zombievers. Can't wait. That's gonna be weird. I know it's supposed to be a like funny, but we'll mm-hmm. see. We'll see how funny. We'll see how far they go. I know it's gonna be a lot of vagina jokes. Obviously, we love the vagina jokes just as much as we love dick jokes. Girl power. But yeah, no, I'm excited. I like seeing a movie that I um I've never seen before because then I can genuinely get surprised and I don't know. Which will be what we'll try to do here is watch movies that we've never seen before. I'm pulling to watch King of Staten Island with Brianna because I think that Pete Davidson fits in with the beaver category. If anything, he looks like a sloth or something. Sorry, Pete Davidson. He just looks like a vagina. It comes from a lot of jealousy. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) 
lot of bitterness. All right. Yeah, just being bitter. Just being honest. Honest and bitter. Pete Davidson, if you're listening to this, I got nothing for you, bro. Well, I saw that other Pete Davidson movie that was on Hulu. Big Time Adolescence. He's a pretty important part in that movie. He's like the second main character. Was he good? He just kind of plays the same person in all of his movies. Well, I'm really excited to see The King of Staten Island. I'm really excited that Judd Apatow's back writing and directing, and I'm going into it with an open mind because we'll see what happens. So I hope Pete Davidson proves me wrong. I think some of his bits are funny. Like, I like his stand-up. I just hate his face. Just a personal thing. He actually doesn't look that bad. I saw a picture of him the other day, or that was from the other day, and he looks a lot better than when he was, like, with Ariana Grande. Let's see if I become a Pete Davidson fan after this movie. We'll see what happens. I was, and then I wasn't for a while. I can be turned very quickly. Either way. I could hate you and then love you, or love you and then hate you. I'm just a switch. I can just, like, I can just switch it on and off. Brianna, you got anything else before we sign off? Nope. All right, cowabunga. Thanks for listening. We appreciate it. We're very new. Who knows if we'll continue doing it. It's pretty fun. I'm enjoying myself, Brianna. Are you enjoying yourself? You know, it brings me some joy. So, you know, I'll keep it for a while. I'll take it. And then maybe we'll get rich and we can plug poop tea. Poop tea. Or beaver bar. Or beaver bongs, whatever brings in the kishish. Alright, and we'll see you soon. Bye, everybody. Say bye, Brianna. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>